0: Stories from around the corner
1: and around the country.
0: You're listening to all the best. Proudly supported by the Art Gallery of New South Wales.
2: Before we get into this week's stories, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge that I'm recording from stolen Gadigal land and pay my respect to Gadigal elders, past and present. As well as recognise that the area where FBI radio is situated, Redfern has long been a place of storytelling, strength, resistance and resilience for First Nations communities. Hey, I'm Danny Stewart and you're listening to All The Best on FBI 94.5. The first Mamma Mia movie came out in 2008 when I was 10. And like many 10-year-old girlies and gays of that time, the cinematic release of Mamma Mia changed my life. I was totally obsessed with it. Saw it in the cinema three times and once I got the DVD for Christmas, I watched it over and over and over again. before we met now every man see is a potential threat. i love the songs the choreography and christine baranski but a huge part of the appeal was the greek island where mamma mia was filmed the sparkling water, beautiful architecture and hot people dancing, it all just looked so amazing. And ever since Mamma Mia planted this totally romanticised and mythologized image of Greece in my mind, I've always wanted to go. Last spring, Mel and Tian lived my dream of traveling to Greece and I'm very jealous, but luckily they collaborated on an audio postcard to allow us to travel to Greece vicariously through them. Tian visited Greece in September and Mel in October. In this week's show, we're sharing the voice notes they made documenting the sights, sounds, smells and food of Greece. And a heads up that there's some coarse language coming up.
1: Oh my God. Just finished work. For the last time before the trip. So excited. So excited. All right, Grace, here we go. Hi, Mel. It's Tian here. It's September, 2022. My partner Theo and I have been dreaming of this trip for the last three years, the same as everybody else, waiting out COVID for the light at the end of the tunnel.
0: So Tian, I know international travel is back on, but the world feels really different. It feels sort of like it's ending. And I'm wondering if going on holiday is this really tone-deaf, self-indulgent thing to do. I can afford it. And it's an option again. And maybe it's the last truly hedonistic experience I might ever have. I'm trying to tell myself, you know, don't beat yourself up, just take a break. Finally just booked a ticket to go to Greece in October. I was like, fuck it. She just (laughs) let's just go. And now I'm going.
1: this is a pretty special moment right here.
2: So excited. So excited.
1: Because it hasn't been until this very moment that it's actually felt real. Like we're really on our way. And we might actually get there. I've let myself finally believe we have a chance. Ladies and gentlemen, may we have your attention please. Please note, this is not a popping announcement
0: time. Welcome to Emirates and Qantas Airways flight EK209
1: to Athens with continuing service to New Your flight will be ready for boarding in 10 minutes.
0: Hey Tian, I'm at the airport getting totally robbed at the Cooper's Bar. Um, and I'm copying out the Greek alphabet into my notebook. This is all I can remember. <laughs> Good morning, Kalimera. Good night. When we checked in, the man who was serving us he laughed and he gave us like a 50 50 chance of whether or not we'd get our bags on the other end.
1: Thank you for choosing Emirates and the
2: Michigan
1: as a flight.
0: We are somehow about to go on a plane overseas. <laughs>
1: Mal, it's hard to describe this feeling on the plane. You'll feel the same, I'm sure. Just a rush of all of the emotions. A warm gratitude spreading from my chest and a creeping, slightly scratchy disbelief that we're out in the world again. Right, I've been on the plane
0: about six hours in with so many, so many more to go. Um, The sky outside is pitch black and I'm falling in and out of sleep. I've got a little headset plugged into the seat and I'm listening, for some reason, to the soundtrack, to the sound of music. It's on repeat in my twilight sleep state for I don't know how many hours.
1: Every glance of the in-flight moving map reassures me That we're out here, crossing borders, mingling, and moving together once again. And that, that right below me, is Greece. And we're landing. There's a man and his son here on the metro as we head from the airport into the heart of Athens. They're busking. The little boy has his own tiny matching accordion and plays along. I'm sure you'll meet them too. Uh, Tian, I just
0: can't figure out how to use the metro and I'm just too delirious so I'm going to jump in a cab. Um, but the driver is kind of insane he's simultaneously telling me the history of Greece as the birthplace of modern democracy and pointing at all these things outside the window, talking about modern Greek resistance and giving me language lessons about how to order coffee, how to order beer or wine and then telling me to repeat back what he said. I've just spent 48 hours on the plane.
1: (laughs) Oh, what it is to be warm, to have the sun on your skin again. We're heading straight out and pounding pavement in search of food, beer and atmosphere. And it's all here, just around the corner. A towering church bathed in sunshine. A sleepy town square, people bustling around. And the food. All the food. And ice cold beverages. How good was that food? <laughs> oh. Hey Tian, so this is
0: the Taverna ambience of our first night in Athens. I'm at this hole in the wall Taverna in Syri. Um, and it does, like, small plates, and you get beer served in these tiny little glasses. Um, There's Athenian people just all around, smoking and eating and talking, and the food, oh my God. Everything is drenched in olive oil. Um, I don't know if I've, you know, if I've ever tasted a real tomato before, and the feta is, like, just... (laughs) It's so creamy. The food is so simple, but it's so fresh. And I feel like I just stepped into a dream. You know? Like, how is this real? Like, in so many ways, Europe is this grand, romanticised place. And I have to say, Greece is really delivering on the romanticism. Also, it's, like, punk as f***. You know, there's smashed ATMs and go-home-tourists graffiti all around. I'd have stopped counting how many anarchy symbols I've seen. Last night, the dinner was
1: Yeah, what stunning. was that place called? Mel, Mel. This one's for your diary. Put it in your itinerary. Economu, Economu, Best food of the trip, yet. We've only had one, one night, night here. <laughs> We've only had one
0: night here, but... It was a family-owned taverna that made food like my yaya. And when I tried to tell the woman that, she said, I don't speak English. Then the other woman was quite nice.
1: said,
0: mm. so this food was like my And she went, okay.
1: Skilos. <laughs> yes, <laughs> skilos. Skilo. That means dog, by the way, in Greek. The other night when we were walking um, around Athens, we came, we walked across um, over the top, near the Acropolis and through the gardens. And then as we were heading to dinner, we walked down this little dark alleyway and there was a really cute old little man walking towards us and he was really smiley. And when I turned around, I saw that he was pasting posters up on the wall And uh, when we walked back down the same alleyway, I had a look at what he was posting, what he was pasting up. And it was so sad. It was a missing dog sign. And he was looking for his little doggy, Coffee. So if you see Coffee around Athens, let me know. Hi,
0: Tian. So I've been in Crete the last little while. Um, I've been staying in this harbour town in the west that's called Hanya. There are buskers and a thousand tourists all bustling along the waterfront, which is really beautiful, but it's really intense. Sometimes I just stop and listen to the boats creaking in the harbour. Um, Or to listen to the sound of shells clinking against each other. There's a man selling sea sponges and mobiles and um, you know things just tourist trinkets really tourist crap but made from things that someone's dredged up from the seafloor.
1: Very careful today to run on the correct side of the road. So it's oh, not to get hit on a bend. Yeah. We're headed to the beach, a tiny bay, Rovinia Beach, accessible by the tiniest, steepest road. People have stuck rocks behind their parked wheels as insurance, and I suppose to help with the hill start on the way out. Pure innovation, I say. I wouldn't drive anything but a tiny bomb car here, I don't think. Too much room for error, too many tight parks. Lots of opportunity for scratches. to do
0: the down first then do the up be
1: And it's just one beach into the next. The tan is coming along.
0: at this beautiful restaurant um, in the mountains in Western Crete and oh my god I just can't even with the food anyway, afterwards it was so full um, and there's all these hiking trails that like, link up so just started wandering down them ended up on these crisscrossing um, mountain trails where the floor was carpeted in spiky chestnuts and there were goats everywhere just living their best life.
1: Hi Mel. We've now driven across the country, through the Windy Mountains, up to Delphi and to Meteora, navigating some tight turns and tiny towns. And now we find ourselves here on Corfu, Waking up to the sound of roosters and overlooking the never-ending blue of the Ionian Sea. My morning run was basically vertical, a very, very steep incline. But the views at the top were to die for. Remind me to send you photos. This is the sound of me.
0: Hiking in Samaria Gorge in Crete. It's the 14th of October 2022. And I am <laughs> walking 16 kilometers down a rocky escarpment. I've been walking for like I can already feel my toes are starting to blister. It's very uneven ground. This is a spring crossing. You know, we started inland in the mountains and walked to the ocean. I sunk my feet into the stony sand. My toes were white. I went for a swim in the water and float on my back, exhausted on the flat sea.
1: Hey Mel, me again. Um, So we're on Castellorazor at the moment, which is, Really, really close to Turkey, about two kilometres away, and it's in the Dodecanese. Um, and it's really beautiful. You should totally come here. Um, so, what are your plans? Where are you headed to first?
0: Hey, Tian, I'm in the Rhodos airport waiting to fly to Castellorizo. There's an army presence there, and there are 10 young men with shaved heads and duffel bags getting on the plane with me. <laughs> The life outside. You may top it up by blowing into this tube.: The, life has the a air hostess on the tiny plane it's has to read out the safety protocols. There's nothing pre-recorded. We're pretty close to Turkey, but then the pilot says, "The wind is way too big, and we've got to turn the plane around. "Look at the waves," he says. They're choppy and white. And that's how I ended up in Rodos for one night. Knights used to live here, and it's really cool. It's, it's so medieval, and I'm a big nerd for that stuff. Um, so even though this place stinks of packaged tourism, I kind of love what's underneath. Um, I spent my night eating at a taverna in the rain, watching cats scritch at the tablecloth, and the owner shoot them away. Yes, I did get the giant beans.
1: We've been a little bit of everywhere. And so, yeah, there's heaps of Australians here because it turns out a lot of people here migrated to Australia. And my partner's mum's family are all from here. Tomorrow we're leaving and we go to Samos.
0: Um, in Castelloso I draw boats and people eating in tavernas. I see a sea turtle swim past the esplanade in laps, looking for snacks. It's really bewildering. One of the waiters sees me drawing and he tells me he's an artist too. That he writes rap lyrics.
1: Oh, and I'd recommend a hike here. Take the 400 steps up to the top of the island. The view of the harbour is stunning. Then walk all the way to the west. You'll pass lots of goats, the ramshackle shed of the local butcher, tiny piles of rocks planted by walkers. It's barren country, a little like the moon, but beautiful. Watching the sun set over Europe is breathtaking. One of the few places you can witness it, especially with a cold bottle of wine to share. And P.S. This is a pretty special spot. We just got engaged here. Mel. You're going to have a wonderful time in Greece. I can't wait to hear what you'll get up to. Everything you'll see, the people you'll meet, and all of the wonderful food you'll eat. My takeaways, always order the giant beans, try Mystica, say hello to all of the tiny doggies that you pass, find some gardening inspiration, I've decided I need more Bougainvillea in my life. Travel's really funny,
0: you know, it brings a lot of things home. It makes things feel obvious in a way that they feel clouded when I'm living my day-to-day life. Um, So it's natural that in a moment of bright clarity while I'm away, I make a list of things I want to change. It turns out it's pretty basic stuff. Number one, jobs. Two, place. Get back to where you want to be. I had a lot of dreams about a place that I love that is important to me. Three, upskill. I want to learn more reportage skills. Four, make more time for art. Five, spend more time outside. Go for more hikes. Go for more uncertain outdoor adventures. Six, Eat as a social activity and every time
1: savour the food. And strike up conversations with everyone you can. It seems there is an inherent knowing that surpasses all language barriers. The people here are warm, friendly, and generous. They'd quickly give you what they have and go hungry themselves. And they have life figured out. There's plenty of time here for the important things. A chance to stop and chat. To assist a neighbour or a stranger. For a moment's peace in the garden. For a meal shared. For each other. Read more be more self-sufficient, learn recipes with your mother. It makes me think of one of my favourite quotes. To see the world, things dangerous to come to, to see behind walls, to draw closer, to find each other, and to feel. That is the purpose of life. And as always, stay curious tell me everything i miss it all already safe travels mel lots of love tian that story
2: was produced by mel bakewell and tian cook and was originally broadcast on background sound an audio storytelling program from radio adelaide 101.5 101.5 FM. You can find more stories via their Instagram at Background Sound Radio. All the Best would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we make these stories, and pay our respects to elders past and present. All the best is made at FBI Radio on Gadigal Land, in association with Sin and Thrishapular on Wurundjeri, Boimurong, and Boonarong lands and 8CCC on Arunda and Wurumungu lands. The all the best editorial manager is Mel Chun and Phoebe Adler-Ryan is our production manager. Our social media producer is Timothy Nguyen and Madura Prakash is our trainee. Shiningberg composed our theme music and Annie Hamilton designed the artwork. We're heard across Australia on the Community Radio Network and were made possible by the Art Gallery of New South Wales and the Community Broadcasting Foundation. You can find our full archive of more than 500 episodes at allthebestradio.com. I'm Danny Stewart. Thanks for listening.